Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Stephen and Corey. I'm Stephen and I'm Corey. Here we go. And welcome to our show, Get It Together. Get it together. Together. Together, right? <laughs> High five. High five. Wow. So we uh, hope you're doing well oh, today. yeah. Right? Yes, right? hope you're doing well. So yes. We're kind of fired up. We are. We're kind guys, of fired up. This episode that we're about to talk about has, <laughs> is we've been talking about it the entire season. Tell them about it, Mrs. We Corey. We have. We've been talking about it the entire season. Uh, something that we teach people as relationship guru, gurus, excuse me. That's right. Gurus, gurus. Gurus. <laughs> so uh, one thing that we always want to tell you is that this is a transparent space. What? And what we're talking about now is the transparency. Um, and you guys in the camera there. That's right. Uh, we want you to know that we keep everything confidential that you share with us. Unless you tell us you'd like for us to ask the question. That's right. And we've been asking questions. So today, our topic is get it together first. For you. You have to get it together together. Yeah. If you're going to get it together together first, you have to get it together within yourself. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yes. And the process of getting it together, what is the it? Before we spoke about that, I think it was episode one or two. What is the it? The it is whatever it is that That's you right. don't have together, That's right? right. And our mission here at uh, Stephen and Corey with respect to Get It Together Together has been all about creating a safe space, mm -hmm. right, for all of us to kind of talk through and discuss this incredible journey that most of us are on. And that is being able to love and care and appreciate another human being yeah. and the, called your spouse. And the best way you can do that is when you love and appreciate yourself. yourself. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. So when when we're looking at how to get it together up here. There's so many times that couples come into a relationship and they're saying, I am, you know, or they want a relationship. I want a man to complete me. No, you should already be complete. Yeah, absolutely. You know? um, Guys, man, same, same. Yeah, a man that says this woman completes me, the woman should run because, <laughs> because a man should be completed. And no woman wants to say, I got to help you com be completed. Now, there are some people out there who say, good, I want But what you, about the yin and yang? I want you to be needy. You know, but what about those? Uh, but the yin and yang is a whole. The yin is a whole, and the yang is a whole. Oh, that's good, and that's what makes it flow. You know, so just because we are polar opposites, <laughs> you are one hundred percent you, and I am one hundred percent me. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And there are times in relationships that that's a that is a uh, conflict because you're just trying to continue to be yourself. Right. However, if you're going into a relationship, be the best version of yourself. Yes. You know, for yourself. Right. Because you never want to feel like uh, he completes me or um, maybe I need to do more in order to be get to a level of satisfaction for this person. Right. You want to be at a level of satisfaction for yourself. Exactly. You know, and so that's a that's the topic. We're going to be talking about getting it together. It. Yes. In your own self. And then when you get it together together within yourself you can much easier mm -hmm. get it together, together. And it's kind of like um, when you're learning how to ride a bike and you got training wheels on, it doesn't really work too well if you have one training wheel on and one training wheel off. It's, <laughs> no. it's kind of lopsided, right? Yeah. One side is stronger than the other mm -hmm. trying to train you. So yeah. So one thing that when, when we grow our own relationships within ourselves, and that sounds odd, I have a relationship with myself. Yeah, you do. You really have a relationship with yourself. 
And when you do that, you want to accomplish the most for you, meaning the, uh, the accomplishment of I've been able to get the education I wanted to. I've been able to um, have the inner peace on what I'm doing in life. Huge. I've set my goals. Whoa, whoa, inner peace. That's yeah. That's mm-hmm. a big one. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, what I've given to others, I know that I'm a giver and I and it's easy for me to receive. That's a big one. Right. Yeah. A lot of people drain themselves and they forget to receive so that they can continue to be whole. Sure. You know, so um the whole person is what somebody wants to bring into a relationship for a couple's relationship. You want to be whole first. Right. It's kind of uh interesting because don't you believe like Many times when you're at the uh, altar for the wedding, mm-hmm. uh, you don't even stop to think about that you may not be all together. But oh, you, yeah. you, you certainly learn quickly once you, <laughs> once you come together and start right. doing this thing well, called marriage. Well, because you're so, you know, the, the wedding and the whole ceremony and everything and the pre- preparation for it, you think, think about this. You want to get yourself so together for the wedding day. You want to be fit. You take care of that. You right. want to. You want to have the right clothing. You want to have the cake. You want to have the food. You want to have. The, you want to have that. all those things prepared. You a lot of times it's people of spend effort. more time on that than they do on themselves. Wow. So if you would take that same energy and keep it in your life, yeah, and just Throughout say every day, right. I am going to prepare as if I'm preparing for a, a, a wedding day. You know, it just occurred to me: people have wedding planners. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But they, they don't, don't have life planners. They don't yes. have life planners yes, so for true. their marriage mm-hmm. afterwards. Look at all the effort and energy that most of us put together in our wedding yeah. to prepare for this mm-hmm. big day. To be that perfect situation. Well, don't you want to be that perfect person for yourself? Right. You know, a lot of times people want to please their spouse. Well, please yourself and your spouse will be attracted to that. That's right. And so when they're attracted to that, you don't have to worry about being anything different than who you are. Well, and the reality is you're sitting out there and, and, you know, if you've been married for a while or for a short period of time, just keep in mind that how you go and how you grow is how your marriage will go and how your marriage will grow. Yeah. And your inner thoughts and um, what you, what you think about you become. Right. That dictates your lifestyle. That dictates your opinions that dictates what comes out of your mouth sure. um, and your thought process. So what you focus on, you become. And you know what? Again, this is just really like resonating with me about this whole thing about planning the wedding. <laughs> because the energy that you take to plan the wedding, mm-hmm. there should be a same amount of energy after the wedding to prepare yourself yeah. for this marriage that Absolutely. you're growing. Yes. Yeah. You Absolutely. don't hear much about that. No. No. Interesting. Well, we do because we're life coaches. But, but you know, we, we, it's odd to, I, I like that comparing it to the wedding day. Yeah. So I, I guess we just had a epiphany. Epiphany. That's what it's called. <laughs> I guess we did. But again, you want to do this. But oh, let's hold up. Oh, hold up. You know, this journey, there's all kinds of epiphanies. Mm-hmm. I mean, and mm-hmm. that's, that's fascinating when you can have one like that after yeah. all these years. Yeah. 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 40 years. Got to like the day we got here. Yeah. Yeah. And again, we are looking at a healthy person. Get right. it together Get so you are healthy in everywhere, every area. You know, because we're, we're a tripart being. Three, mm-hmm. three, mm-hmm. okay? Spirit, soul, mind, and body. Mm-hmm. Spirit, soul, and body. So Spirit, soul, and body. all those have to be in alignment. Absolutely, yeah, right? yeah. So we, uh, as you guys know, we have our section called Stats and Facts. So this is exciting. The Stats and Facts on this, um, it, it'll wake you up. It'll wake you up and, and hopefully when we give these stats and facts, it helps people uh, do a self-examination. Right. 
you know, not pointing at yeah, self-reflection, not saying, I wish my spouse was listening to this because they really need it. You know, although it might be true. It might be. Yeah. So watch it together. Yeah. You know, just don't nudge them. Hey, watch this part. Yeah. Again, again and again. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, let's go into the stats and facts and see sure. what we have here. Uh, something that we researched at uh, Bassum. Bassum is a uh, research uh, in uh, research facility that uh, talks about different types of research. So yeah, this like particular a research institute. Yeah, type this field. this particular one is about the personal growth. So personal growth comes easily by reading on your own. There you go, reading. Here are some interesting facts, stats, and facts from Bassam based on reading to help you get it together. Okay, global stats. You guys know we love to talk about the world as it is. That's right. And this is we've been talking in and out about post pandemic and the lockdown and things. So this is during the lockdown. 35% of the world read more due to coronavirus. Right. So they couldn't get out. So they started reading 35% of the world. Now, that's a nice number. It, it would be great if there were more, but you're going to find out why. Okay. So in France, 25% of French adults have purchased books online since lockdown. Oh. So you're, you are stuck at home. So why not read? We don't know what the books are, but you're reading. Reading is fundamental. Yeah, exactly. Uh, New Zealand shows a 50% year. Yeah, and that's like <laughs> not even, yeah, that's very small. Yeah. New Zealand shows a 50% increase of online library memberships. Wow, so that's, that's, that's huge. That is huge. Yeah, online. 50%. Because, yeah, that's, that's great. Good New Zealand. Yay. Turkey. Go New Zealand. Yeah, Turkey shows an increase in book sales of 30%. Yeah. Yay. Stuff. So. These are the stats and facts for global. And we do have, I think we have America in here too. However, understand that our show is global. So we want to make sure everybody feels like they're being included. Sure. Okay. People aged between 15 and 44 read for an average of 10 minutes or less per day. Mm. Okay. One of the most interesting books reading, books reading statistics we've uncovered is that this age group is more likely to watch more television then read a book. And again, that was that was the group of 15 to through 44. 44. Yeah, for instance. Throw in consistently catching on social media um, and time spent on reading reduces significantly because people 15 to 44 don't really have an interest in reading. Sure, yeah. Um, on the other hand, 51-year-olds and above spend over 50 minutes That would be reading. our class. Yeah. <laughs> uh, couple, uh, couple this with the statistics on reading for teenagers above uh, that we just quoted. And you'll see a huge trend. And it's not a good trend, but it is a trend. Right. So when you, it's interesting, as you get older, you start reflecting more on who you are right. and who you are becoming. And when you're doing that, you want to read and you want to do some self-help and you want to do some uh, personal development, edifying yourself. Sure. Even if you're reading stories about other people, it can still be encouraging, you know, sure. as opposed to watching television and always getting online on social media. Right. So there is something to reading. And absolutely. that's why we're looking at stats on reading. For, yeah. We're talking about personal development mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. you know, um, here's another one. Not that we actually endorse this gentleman, but he, <laughs> he, you know, when we say the name, you'll get it. Um, Bill Gates reads 50 books a year. That's a lot of reading. Okay. So um, he says, you know, reading is still the main way uh, that he both learns new things and to uh, test his understanding. That's cool. So that's Mr. So even Gates. Bill Gates as a billionaire, and he's never finished learning. There's another thing to that. How do you think he became a billionaire? Right. Yeah. Right. Reading, reading, and fifty. What did it say? Fifty books. Fifty books. Yeah. Fifty books a yeah. year. Yeah. It says here that his love for reading is what exposed him 
to uh, the whole world of opportunities that he's actually been able to mm -hmm. uh, to live in and, and that kind of thing. So, um, so the trick is we don't all have to be Bill Gates and read 50 books a year, but if you smart start off small and just have a trickle uh, effect and growing, not trickle down, trickle up and yeah. have that effect of just achieving a little bit more time and a little bit more time. One thing that we did, and I was going to share this in our personal time, but this yeah. is a really good one. Getting your kids, because we read 15 to 44, getting your children into books right. when they're young. Yeah, absolutely. We, I can remember we would not allow TV until they read a chapter. And we would read I the chapter that. before they could read. And guess what they would do? Do you remember? I don't want to watch TV. Right. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. I want to hear some more. So when they became young adults, which to us, young adults is uh, tweens, 12, 11, 12, <laughs> you know, that's a young adult. When they became young adults, they were really sat down and had oh, books. Oh, yeah. It was incredibly powerful to walk through a, our homes sometimes. Yeah, everybody's in their corner Everybody's reading. in their corner reading. It, and, that's and to really, have a library in your home, yeah, if you oh, have yeah. space, even if you just have a wall for books, yeah. just to be able to pull a book down. And you don't have to read the whole book at one time, but it's such a self-development and an achieving of being able to read and function get your mind to start creating the image of whatever you're reading, sure. that's healthy for your mind because then you can start creating for your own life because right. you're used to creating the images, exactly. which is part of the personal development. Right. Talking about getting it together within yourself first mm -hmm. so that you can create a pathway or a runway to get it together together yeah. more Wholeness. easily. Yeah, to be a whole person. Right. Uh, here's another stat. 39% uh, of the people with... <laughs> With a lower level of education, high school diploma or less, reported not reported not having read a book in the past year, while only eleven percent of those with higher education reported the same. Sure. The household annual household income also seems to be correlated with the amount of reading done by the people in the household. People with incomes of thirty thousand dollars or lower a year are a lot more likely to not read than those with earnings exceeding seventy five thousand dollars a year. Um, that is yeah. huge because, again, reading opens, expands your mind so that you're not so isolated in your thought process, which, again, helps you become a fuller, whole human being. Yeah. That inner self, that inner confidence, that recognizing things across the world that you would never know if you don't read. And it might not always be, again, the self-help personal development books, but it is a life learning lesson to read. Right. Yeah. You know, it's just like we talked about earlier, this epiphany that we had about, you know, the, the amount of time and effort and energy and money that you utilize in many cases to plan for this wedding. Mm -hmm. Now we're talking about the amount of time, effort and money you also invest to make sure that you plan for that successful marriage along the way, which yeah. is a much longer journey than the actual wedding mm -hmm. itself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So another thing that we promote, obviously, because we are and we've seen it. Um, help other people are life coaching and life coaches. So life coaching helps build, complete your inner growth towards getting it together. So the inner growth, when you're being coached by a life coach, that's a journey you're taking right. and you're discovering new things and new adventures within your life that you can tap into. And again, it helps you get it together up here. 80% mm -hmm. of coach coaching clients say that they improve their self-esteem or self-confidence thanks to coaching. 80%. That's a lot. That is. That's, people are not walking away from life coaching going, oh, that didn't work. 80% <laughs> are actually improving in their, in their lifestyle. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so, it's and their self-esteem. Right. 
Yeah. I mean, imagine going into a relationship with a high self-esteem as opposed to, I don't really care much about myself and I'm not really worthy, but I'm so lucky this person is taking me on. Who wants that? I mean, there's some people that want that, but right. you want to go in with a high self-esteem, even if you're already in the marriage, create that environment to have a life coach so that you can build up yeah. the person that you are and are created to be. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Here's another one. You want to read So one? it says here that 73% uh, of coaching clients say that coaching helps them improve their relationships communication skills, uh, interpersonal skills, work performance and work-life balance and overall wellness. Now that's a real positive impact. Yeah, and we've seen that. The wholeness of your, again, your whole self, not just a category or a portion of your life, your entire self between your business, your personal, your family, uh, your friendships, everything about you. That is communication skills, improve their relationships. Yes interpersonal skills that's huge yeah to actually have the ability to have an interpersonal relationship with someone else yeah know? and it's your duty by the way it is your duty to become a better person mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah um now here's another uh stat from gunnett market data it shows that life coaching can result in a this is really interesting life coaching can result in a 57.1 decrease uh, sorry, 57.1% decrease in anxiety levels oh. and a 44.3% decrease in depression levels. Wow. I think, here's the thing. We know that we're created in God's image. Right. And if we don't know, life coaching will teach you that. <laughs> you know, the power that you have within, when you can reclaim your power within and you can understand, hey, I have the ability to change things in my life. Yeah. That brings less anxiety because you know you have the ability. It doesn't matter. Hey, I have a choice of who I hang out with and what they right. say to me, and what I'm going to say to them, That's right. and That's what good. I speak to myself, my inner conversations, that decreases the depression because you know you have control. We are given control over our own lives. It yes. doesn't matter what the outer world looks like. Absolutely. It's what, you, what the inner world, it, your world is you pushed out. Okay. What you see is you She's pushed out. Now. I'm preaching now again. <laughs> pass around the offering plate. Yeah. You know, but that's truly your world. Look at my hands fly. Yeah. Your world is you pushed out. So what is what are you inside? That's what a life coach helps you find out. What are you inside and what do you want to increase so that when you push it out, you see it? That's true. That's excellent. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so here's the thing, guys. Here's the truth. Okay. Yeah. If you're going to get it together together, you first, as we said earlier, you have to get it together within yourself, mm -hmm. right? Because when you can get it together individually, then it's a lot easier to get it together together. So one of the things that uh, is very important is that you must make a commitment to this. Mm -hmm. You must make a commitment to personal development if you really want to grow. Now, what you see here, sitting here, is a stack of books that represent about 1% of the books I have personally read. Uh, over this course of, of uh, 40 years that Corey and I have been together, she'll tell you a bit about some of the things that she's done. But I wanted to make a point here. If you look at this stack of books, down here at the bottom is uh, a Bible, which it's at the bottom because that is the foundation. It's kind of like building a house, That's right? Good, yeah. You want it to be built on a solid foundation. Mm -hmm. And so we as, uh, as a faith-based couple and as Christians, whatever it is that you believe in, that's fine. But whatever it is, that faith level should be the structural mm -hmm. foundational sort of bedrock of yes. how you build your life and mm -hmm. relationships. Mm -hmm. But along the way, we found um, out of one of these books, like here's one book, Think and Grow Rich. That's a good one. Uh, here's another one called The Leader in You. 
Uh, here's another one. This one is a very special one. This is called Prayers That Avail Much. Yeah. I'll come back to that in a second. This one you may have heard us uh, mention a little bit on some of the program. Mm -hmm. This is Communication, Sex, and Money. By the way, these are the three areas that affect most marriages. I, I don't want to go through the whole list here, but I do want to um, mention this little book right here because within this book, now think about it. If we didn't read, we wouldn't have found this out. Yeah. But within this book, okay, there is what we call a special prayer because this book is called Prayers That Avail Much. Mm -hmm. Now, within this book, um, there, is a, there is a prayer that what we're saying is the secret sauce yes. for our success in marriage. It is the secret sauce. Now, what we enjoy about this book is that it's scriptures. So if you're reading the foundational book you should be reading is the word of God, your faith book. That is your walk of faith. And this, this book takes scripture and, they, and it, puts in, it puts it into a, a way that you can speak the scriptures over your life. And what more powerful way to have personal development and self-confidence and self-development would be to speak the word of God over your life and right. know it so deep in, inside of you. He has books here. I happen to like audio, audio, books, audio books on tape. So I listen to people like Robert A. Russell. I have a book called um, uh, High Performance yes. Habits. That's yes. what it's called, High Performance Habits. Right. And so, back to you. Yeah. And so <laughs> what I like to do, and then there's another one that we just got, which is called Never Quit on a Bad Day. Yes. And so these are books and these are speakers who are talking about the inner person and yeah. who you are to become and why. And they line up. Everything really does line up with the word of God because it is the biggest, most the best personal development book you could ever have. That's right. That's so right. in our course, the way we have lived, Stephen loves to read paper. I like to read paper, but I like to listen while I'm on the go. So I actually listen to my books and my speakers. Like I said earlier, this stack right here represents only about 1%. Yeah. So I've read lots of books like, like many of you. But one thing I wanted to make sure that we, we clarify here, Many of you in your professions, maybe as a business owner, as an executive, as a manager, director, supervisor, or an employee, you have what's called CEs, right? Mm -hmm. Continuing education. So uh, again, if, if it's that important, you know, for the work that you do for your profession, how important would that be for you in your marriage? And the reality is, is if you're willing as a couple, right, to grow yourself both personally and develop what, and personal development together, mm -hmm. then your marriage will grow together. If you are unwilling, right? If you're unwilling to grow as an individual and, and, and together, then guess what? Your marriage will not grow. But the now, credits, so like you were saying, that we are giving our own self educational credits every right. time that we're educating ourselves on ourselves. That's you right. Know? That's right. So why not do that? Right. I mean, you want to get a promotion, so don't you want your, your marriage to be promoted? So, so back to the secret sauce piece again. It came through reading in this book, Prayers That Avail Much. Within this book, there is a prayer for marriage. Mm -hmm. And what we're going to do here, we're going to re represent that prayer. We're going to say it together because we see this prayer as the secret sauce that has yes. really been a, a transformational power impact on our marriage over the last 25 years. Now, typically what happens is we actually do this prayer literally from memory, mm -hmm. but kind of like just a moment ago, and Corey was trying to recall it, but she knew it. Right, but yeah. it just wasn't coming out. So, so let, well, hold on. Let me tell you this. This book was published in 1980, and we had it when it first came out. No, I'm sorry, when we first got married. 
So we've had this for our 40 years of marriage. Yeah. Um, and the but we only practiced the prayer for about 25 after. About yeah, 15, exactly. Yeah. But, but what's nice is we actually morphed it for our family yeah. too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we changed, when you hear the prayer, we changed the words marriage for family and our daughters now pray this prayer with us when sure. we pray it as a family, which and is a beautiful thing to teach your children how to speak life over themselves. Yeah. And we've prayed this prayer, you know, where I'm somewhere else around the yeah. world traveling or whatever. And we also pray it when we're here together. What we're going to do today is we're going to model it for you. And we're actually going to read it. So we make sure that we don't forget anything. But uh, so pardon us for a moment as we reflect on what we share with you on this right now. So, so Heavenly Father, uh, it is written, written in, in your, your word that, that love is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who has given, given to us. us. Because, because you are, are in us, we acknowledge that love reigns supreme. We believe that love is displayed in full expression, enfolding and knitting us together, making us perfect for every good work to do your will, working in us that which is pleasing in your sight. We live and conduct ourselves and our marriage honorably and becomingly. We esteem it as precious, worthy, and of great price. We commit ourselves to live in mutual harmony and accord with one another, delighting in each other, being of the same mind and united in spirit. Father, we believe and say that we are gentle, compassionate, courteous, tender-hearted, and humble-minded. We seek peace, and it keeps our hearts in quietness and assurance. Because we follow after love and dwell in peace, our prayers are not hindered in any way in the name of Jesus. We are heirs together of the grace of God, and our marriage grows stronger day by day in the bond of unity because it is founded on your word and rooted and grounded in your love. Father, we thank you for the performance of it. In Jesus' name, amen. So that's a prayer that we have said with our hearts, not just flipping it off, but thinking about, and I, I'll tell you this, less fighting, less yeah. arguments, yeah. because we are in unity. Yes. You know, when you continue to speak that over yourself, you find ways to unite as exactly. opposed to conflict. Exactly. So. You know, the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, this prayer, along with our commitment to CEs or continuing education, mm -hmm. truly has been the secret sauce for, yes. for our marriage. Now, and, do you guys have a, do you have something that you say, right. do you pray together? If you do, put it down in the comments. And like he said, when we pray it when we're together, we have prayed over the phone. And sometimes I pray it by myself, mm -hmm. but that's personal development for me so that I can remind myself who I am in this marriage. Yes. You know, so you can do that. You can have a prayer as together as a couple, but you can also separate that prayer and say it over yourself and over your spouse, whether that spouse is there or not. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So now let's hear from you guys. Let's mm -hmm. hear from uh, some of the people that sent in some questions in our focus group regarding this topic. Um, let's see what were some of the questions that they had. Go for okay, it. Okay. We're opening the box. Let's see. Uh, well, here you go. You can have that one. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, here it says, I was raised in a household where personal growth was important. My spouse was attracted to that element of me when we were dating, but now he doesn't think it's important. How do I help my spouse see the value in growing personally? That's a good one. What do you think about that? Well, he saw it in her when they, when they were dating. And I will tell you this, that a lot of times you're looking for someone that's equal to you when you get married. And we have something in the scriptures that call, that's called equally yoked or unequally yoked, mm, meaning yolk in an egg and yoking together. Sorry, not an egg and yoking together like 
when you're pulling an animal is is um yeah the oxen oxen are yeah the yoke of the oxen and is it equal is it balanced so that you're actually right. moving through the fields mm -hmm. in the best possible way so if you think about this woman her husband is unequally yoked with her now because right. he's not seeing the value or the importance of what he saw in her. Right. So how does how, how does she help her spouse see the value in um, in growing personally is, I would say, something that Stephen did. Stephen started this in our family. He started reading the books. And I'd say, what are you reading? And he'd tell, because I always read, you know, you know, I, you already saw the movies. I like, I always read murder movies <laughs> and spy, I read murder books and spy books. And then he's like, this is so good. And the other thing is his conversation, the words that would come out of his mouth. I'm like, where did you hear that? He's like, I read it. And so maybe I you, young it. lady or woman, you can say to your, you can be the example. Right. And the more you're the example and speak what you're reading. Right. Because we as human beings, we need to see. We're visual and we need to hear. That's why we have our senses. Senses. See, taste, touch, hear. So the more he's using his senses in identifying wow, she's growing and I'm not, that may pull him along to say, I want this. Or right. just say to him, why don't we read together? Or I'll read a chapter, you read a chapter. That's good. Or I'll read a couple of lines and let's discuss it. That brings him into the personal growth. This was an excellent question. Thank you for sending that in. All right. Now next. I answer that one. You got to answer the next one. <laughs> I will answer the next, the next one. Okay. okay. Here we go. If I came into the marriage with more personal development, or I came into the marriage with more personal development than my partner did, she is really caring towards others, but doesn't take care of herself. How do I keep from feeling frustrated with my partner's lack of interest in developing herself? Mm. Wow. That's, um, it's a good one. Um, I think part of what you have to do is again, just be that example. Like we were just saying on the, on the previous mm. question Isn't that is interesting. they're so close. You know, the reality is, is all of us have to, we're, we're here to help each other. Right. Mm -hmm. And this, this thing called marriage, this, this life journey, yeah. right. Sometimes you have to be that example. Yeah. Almost always in our, in our marriages, when we are looking at our marriage, if we're having challenges in our marriage, sometimes we look at our spouse as the problem. Actually, most often it's us. The problem is us. I would suggest to you in this case, you continue to lead, right? And do some of the same things that you mentioned earlier and encourage her, encourage her to come along. And I think what you'll find over time that she will evolve. Yeah. I, I, if she's a giver and she's always giving out to others, her cup's going to get empty. So it's important for her to fill her cup so that she overflows and doesn't dry out. Um, and maybe having that conversation with her saying, honey, listen, you are such a huge giver. It's time for you to give back to yourself. Here you go. Here's one for Tell you. Me. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Sometimes I feel like my lifelong friends are annoying. <laughs> I have grown. They probably are. I have grown past them, but I don't want to lose the relationship. My spouse says, <laughs> my spouse says I should dump them. <laughs> is this a normal feeling? He's right. Yeah. It is a normal feeling. Absolutely. If you have lifelong friends, you, if you have evolved and they haven't, that is a normal feeling. Yes. That you have grown past them. Yeah. Uh, so in that case, maybe you should dump them or, you know, don't dump them. Just spend less time. You make it a priority to spend time around people who will build you up yeah. and that you will build up. Now, if your lifelong friends are enjoying you building them up, they can stay there. However, if they're pulling you down while you're trying to build them up, that's a drain on you. That's yeah. a, that's a drain on you. So 
what's your opinion on that? I agree with you 100%. 100%. But you think they, they should, she should dump them? No, I do think she should dump them or, or pull them along. She, he, <laughs> is this a she or, oh no, it's a, it's, we don't know. Yeah. yeah a he or she, yeah. So anyway, uh, so as we, as we transition. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. wait. Well, we, we're enough. running a little bit oh, long. Oh, are we? Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll get that one maybe next time. Okay. So, mm -hmm. uh, what I was going to say is um, this stuff, what we're looking to put some energy around is this whole notion that getting it together together is vital. Yeah. It's critically important, mm -hmm. but it's much easier if you can get yourself together first. Yeah. And each spouse should be equally committed to do that. Mm -hmm. That's what's really, really important. And if you're not willing to do that, yeah, at the end of the day, it's going to be a rough ride. Yeah. Yeah. It's going so to be a rough ride. So true. Yes. So yes. Um, anything else? No, I would say that uh, we have had a good time talking about getting it together, together. And now our, our show is telling you how to get it together for yourself. Right. So I want, we want to thank you guys for your questions. Um, there is one last one in there. We don't have time for it, unfortunately. But we'll, we'll probably wrap up this back around again because that's the name of the show, Get It Together Together. Right. So we'll probably do another one next season. Sure, um, yeah. But yeah, thanks so much for that. And again a comment, like, share, yes, and yes. Uh, definitely let us, keep us informed of how you're enjoying this show. Absolutely. You know, how you're enjoying it. Yeah, we want to hear from what, you. What other things that you would like to hear from us? You know, if we're not covering everything that you're going, I really want them to talk about this. Yes, absolutely. Put it in the comments and let us know and we will, we will add it to our show or we might add it to next season. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, until next week. Yes. Here's your opportunity. Continue to grow yeah. and, and get, get it together. together. Right? Together. <laughs>